0: It's time now for Bible Talk. Join our hosts, Gary Gibbs and John Bradshaw, speakers for the Amazing Facts Ministry, as they now open the Bible and discuss themes that affect your life today. Stay tuned, because the next 15 minutes will deepen your understanding of God's Word. Hi, friends, and welcome again to Bible Talk, where we talk about what the Bible says to us today. I'm John Bradshaw. With me is Gary Gibbs. Hi, Gary.
1: Hi, John. How are you doing today?
0: I'm excited about what we're about to study today, Gary. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad you're here, too, because we've got a good subject to really
1: sink our teeth into. We really do. This is one of those topics that you hear a lot about, but you you really don't know where people are going with it. It's all about the Antichrist.
0: Today, it's a big-deal subject. Movies about it, books about it, uh, people talk about it, Not too many people have a definitive answer when you come to this subject. There's a lot of uh, indefinite subject matter out there. We're going to try to dig into this and and lead somewhere and sort of cut through the mass of confusion that surrounds this subject.
1: John, I went on the Internet just a few moments ago, and I was looking up, what what does the internet have to say about the Antichrist? It's, it's really quite interesting what I found here. You're going to find all sorts out there, I'm sure. Listen to the first thing that comes up on the search engine. Okay. David Hasselhoff is the Antichrist, and I have proof. <laughs> Isn't that the actor, Hollywood guy? Oh, yeah, Baywatch.
0: Okay. And he's, he's on the, Baywatch. He's the Antichrist, huh? Of course,
1: you don't know much about Baywatch. Neither do I, but it says it right here, Baywatch. Uh, guess what the number two Antichrist site is? I hate to think. This is actually better. Sam Walton is the Antichrist. No way. Founder of Walmart. Is that right? Yeah. And, and I could just go on and on and on. And there's all this speculative stuff about the Antichrist. And it reminds me of a time I was watching a TV preacher and he was preaching on the Antichrist. And John, I was a new Christian, but it still sticks in my head. He read one Bible text, John in a in a 40 minute sermon one bible text and the rest of the time he just told his own ideas is that all we have in the Bible, on the Antichrist, just one Bible text?
0: Unfortunately, a lot of people seem to think so. I know there'll be a lot of people listening today who remember when it was fashionable to think that Henry Kissinger was the Antichrist. Yes. Ronald Reagan was tagged as the Antichrist. Because
1: he had six letters in each of his three names. That's six, right. Six, six,
0: And then somebody came to me one day after a seminar I had been holding. He was convinced that I was all wrong and that I needed to know that, that Procter & Gamble Was the Antichrist, you see. And I said to him, now listen, it doesn't seem to be right. And he said, oh no, Procter & Gamble's corporate headquarters are in, are you ready? Okay, where's it at? Do you know where they're located?
1: No, I don't.
0: Procter & Gamble's head office, he said, is based in, he said this with a straight face too, is based in Cincinnati. Oh boy. And, (laughs) and, And the Antichrist is
1: the man of sin. And so because they're in Cincinnati, that's them. Oh, my. I tell you, you know what? That really scares me. The Antichrist, John, according to that, doesn't have to be real deceptive because people sound pretty gullible.
0: That's right. When you're that gullible, the devil doesn't have to do too much to fool you.
1: No, but the Antichrist, can we really know, John, who it is?
0: Okay, let's imagine that we can't. The Bible has so much in it about the Antichrist. Revelation is replete with references to the beast. You would even supposed to suggest that god would warn us against the beast don't follow the beast don't receive the mark of the beast don't worship the beast but i'm not going to tell you who the beast is
1: it'd be a cruel game of cosmic hide and seek wouldn't it he's just he's teasing us then
0: yeah it'd be god acting with you know no love and compassion and it it just doesn't make any sense at all Antichrist. The word itself, you know, doesn't appear in the Bible too many times. Mm. Uh, John talked about it in the Little Johns. Uh, We tend to think of Antichrist, you know, you break it down into anti and Christ, Mm -hmm. anti meaning against. Mm -hmm. But that little word anti can also mean in place of. And really Antichrist in the last days is the devil seeking to take the place of and the position of and receive the
1: worship of
0: jesus christ
1: hmm. in fact i just looked it up in my bible here the word antichrist is found four times in four verses
0: yeah it's not all through the bible is yeah it? it's
1: all in first john and uh second john actually but
0: you know in these days in this day and age we've taken that word antichrist and we put it on the beast and and you know that's fair enough if you like i have no problem with people mm-hmm. using that word now i mentioned how antichrist uh is going to seek to take the place of christ In the book of Revelation, you've got two major powers. You've got the beast, right? You read about the beast. Yes. Revelation 13, Revelation 14. Yes. But all the way through the book of Revelation, and people seem to forget, you read about the Lamb. The Lamb is Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And you have these two opposing powers. If you like seeking the supremacy of the world and seeking to lead the world, one leading by love, one leading by force. Consider the similarities between the beast and the lamb. ready? Okay. Okay. They both rise up out of the water. Revelation chapter 13, I saw a beast rise up out of the sea. In the Gospels, you read that Jesus rose up out of the water after he was baptized.
1: All right. Okay. Now, does the beast literally rise up out of the sea? Well,
0: listen, without going into a big detail, I'm just going to say no. This is not a literal beast. We'll have to come back to that. I'd like to
1: find out more about that. Very
0: good point. They both exercise power for three and a half years. You read the beast doing that in Revelation. That was the length of Jesus' earthly ministry. Right. Both Jesus and the beast receive a deadly wound. Okay. Christ, when he died on the cross, the beast, you read about it, Revelation 13. Number four point, they both come back to life. You see, the beast is imitating the lamb. Jesus came back to life Easter Sunday morning. They both receive worship and honor. Both seek to lead the world. A lot of similarities because the beast is imitating the lamb and trying to take its place.
1: So the Antichrist is actually trying to deflect worship and obedience from the true Christ to himself. Absolutely. If you read through Revelation, you discover pretty quickly
0: that uh, all the world is compelled. See, Christ compels no one to love him. But this beast compels people to worship him. He wants worship, and there's only one person who is entitled to worship. That's God. That's Jesus Christ. But here the beast seeks that worship that belongs only to Jesus.
1: You know, that reminds me, John, of somebody else who wants the worship of the world other than Jesus. I think about Lucifer, Satan. When he took Jesus up to a pinnacle on the mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world, and he told Jesus, you bow down and worship me, I'll give you all these kingdoms. That's right. Was he successful in that endeavor? No, Jesus uh, rebuked him. That's right. But he's going to try it
0: again. He's going to try it again in the last days of this earth's history. The devil is going to try to receive the worship of the world, this time through the beast. He inspires, he sets this thing up, he motivates it, ultimately he rules it, really. And so in seeking worship, he seeks to get it this time through this beast you read about in Revelation.
1: Let me ask you a question then. You're saying that the devil seeks to get worship through the beast. But isn't the devil the Antichrist? I mean, isn't are they two separate beings or is the devil the Antichrist? Because I've heard many sermons where the pastor says that, the devil is the Antichrist.
0: Oh, no, the devil is not the Antichrist. He's certainly against Christ, and he'd certainly like to take his place. I think he, he probably tried that in heaven, and that's why he got the boot. But the devil and the Antichrist are, are two uh, different things. In fact, you read that the devil gives to the beast his power and his seat and great authority. Where
1: do you read that at, You John? read
0: that in the book of Revelation chapter 13, in the early verses right there. Let me read it to you as a matter of fact. Okay. It says in uh, Revelation chapter 13, um, boy, I've got to find that verse very quickly. Verse 2, I'm looking all around it and it's right there. The beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, his feet as the feet of a bear, his mouth as the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him, that's the beast, his power and seat and great authority. And we know because Revelation 12 verse 9 says, the dragon is Satan, so Satan gives his power to the beast, two completely different entities. You All right,
1: see. then the, the devil is not the Antichrist. No. It's two separate entities. Then is the Antichrist a supernatural being? Maybe it's one of the devil's angels or some other supernatural force. Uh, is it that?
0: Let's look at the way the Bible defines the beast. Okay, you want to do that? Let's do that. Yeah, because... You, you asked about this beast, you know, is it a real beast? Mm-hmm. I remember being in uh, Washington State right there on the coast, you know, beautiful spot. And I met a man who, who had an ocean view from his house. Mm. He had read this and he said every day he'd get out of bed and go to his uh, his uh, picture window and look out <laughs> that window <laughs> waiting to see if this was the day that a beast came rising up out of the sea. You he see. was serious about oh, that. Oh, we're looking for a seven-headed beast with all these horns
1: well, might not come up out of the Pacific. It might be the Atlantic. Yeah, you'd be stuck then, wouldn't you? That's right.
0: Let's find out how the Bible characterizes this beast. Now, I'm going to go to Daniel, Daniel 7. Understand that when you want to understand Revelation, you've got to study it in light of the book of Daniel. Did you know that?
1: Yes, they go together. One they... explains
0: the other. Oh, sure. Never forget with Revelation, about 400 verses in Revelation. Most of them come, or or, or most of them either come from or contain elements that come from the Old Testament.
1: Yeah, 276, I've understood. Right around that number.
0: So when John was writing the book of Revelation, his frame of reference were the Old Testament prophecies, and he used those symbols in the Revelation. So to understand Revelation, go back to the source symbols.
1: Okay, so we're seeing a beast in Revelation comes up out of the sea, does the work of the Antichrist. What then does the beast represent?
0: Okay, Daniel 7, uh, verse 1. Daniel had a dream and visions of his head upon his bed. Verse 2, I saw my vision by night, and behold, the four winds of the heavens strove upon the great sea. Verse 3, four great beasts came up from the sea, diverse one from another. Do, Do we have four antichrists? Well, four beasts in Daniel 7. And what are these beasts all about? He describes them, one's like a lion, and one's like a bear, one's like a leopard. and
1: Maybe your friend in Washington will see one come up out of the Pacific.
0: I tell you, if he sees one come out of the Pacific, he needs to move to higher ground. That's that's what I'd do. What are these beasts? Look in verse 17. It says, these great beasts, which are four, don't miss this, this mm-hmm. is key, are four kings. Hmm. That shall rise out of the earth. Four kings. Four kings. Verse 23 stretches that and says the fourth beast shall be the fourth kingdom. So in Bible prophecy, a beast is a symbol used
1: to represent a kingdom. So we're looking for a kingdom controlled by the devil. Yes, you you could put it that way. And, and it will rule the world and do the work of the Antichrist. It is the Antichrist.
0: That's right. So when wow. you're looking for the Antichrist, the Antichrist and the beast are the same thing, and you, you're looking for a, a kingdom. I I, know,
1: I wonder, John, if that kingdom is now on planet Earth.
0: As we study this, this is going to become very, very clear. Uh, we're not going to muddy the water. You know, recently, right But before Y2K, a well-known preacher was asked, Um, who's the Antichrist? Mm -hmm. Can we know? And his answer was, we can't know. We don't need to know. Can you imagine God saying, we don't need to understand this? Not after all he said about the Antichrist and to be aware of it. In the book of Revelation, he says, don't worship the beast, worship the lamb. And as we study this, that's what it's all about. Well,
1: next time, John, can we look at who this kingdom might be? That's what
0: we'll do next time. Friend, don't miss it. Thanks for being with us today. And we'll look for you next time here on Bible Talk. If you'd like more information on what we've been studying today, we have a comprehensive Bible study guide we'd love to share with you that's absolutely free. This study includes many of the texts we've just discussed and expands on the subject including information you'll want to know. To receive this free informative Bible study guide, simply call, write or email and ask for BT115. Antichrist is alive today. The toll-free number is 866-BIBLE-SAYS. That's 866-242-5372. You can write to us at Bible Talk, P.O. Box 1058, Roseville, California, 95678. Or email us at BibleTalk at Lifetalk.net. Bible Talk has been produced in association with Amazing
1: Facts in the studios of Lifetalk Radio.